Hello and welcome to the first ever Fortitude Gaming Podcast. I'm Tom and I am the editor of the gaming department here at Fortitude. And I am here with... Alex, which is me, who is uh, a features contributor at Fortitude. Hi, I'm Antonio and I am the deputy editor for the gaming section of Fortitude magazine. Hello. <laughs> I am, my name's Danny and I basically just contribute whatever, anything. Features I am, and I am news. Generous, yeah, stuff like that. That's fair enough. Okay, so for the, first, <laughs> for the first section of our podcast, we're basically just going to be talking about what we've been playing recently, which I think for quite a few of us hasn't really been much because games take a long time to play and we're all busy people. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> Meant to be well, busy. Yeah. Well, I'll start off because I do have a little bit to say about what I've been playing recently, which has been Guild Wars 2. Um, and even then, it's only been slightly. Um, basically, I was a massive fan of the first Guild Wars game. Did any of you guys play that? Incidentally? I never, no. No, I didn't. No. I had friends who played it and were really fanatical about it, and I had other friends who said it yeah, was I, the worst MMO they'd ever touched. I yeah, had the good things about it, but I just never, I never played it. My friend yeah. Antonio used to play it. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Basically, basically, yeah. It was... Yeah, there, there was really polarised opinion about Guild Wars, the first Guild Wars, and I thought it was fucking amazing. I lost about 750 hours to it or something. <laughs> um, and now that I'm playing Guild Wars 2, I'm kind of wondering how I managed to do that, because, like, looking back in Guild Wars 1 and playing Guild Wars 2, I'm like, it's not that good. Um, it, it's It's fun to play, but the thing is, the game feels very... For as free and open as the developers say it would be, it really doesn't feel as open as it should be. Everything feels like there are a set number of paths that you can go down. And while there were probably hundreds of those paths, you still realise there are paths. And once you're going down one, you can't really move into another one. It's one of the um, things where it's like, here, you have multiple choices of endings. And yeah. Oh, I, I hate that kind of shit, because it's just... I, I have to constantly keep replaying games to try and get all the endings. Uh, and then I, I just have nothing but a few, like, if it's on the Xbox Achievement, uh, like, gamer score to show for it. And it's just, oh, what's the fucking point? Yeah, it's like, we yeah. have, like, different endings and stuff, it's like, but each one ends exactly the same. Except all yeah. the before the endings, like... All of like it. Mass Effect 3. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, like, um, Dishonored. Did any of you play Dishonored? Not yet. Not yet. Like, the it's first couple thought. of hours... Of it, but I haven't carried on. I just didn't. I wasn't yeah. that into it, to be honest. It's. I mean, I reviewed it for Fortitude, obviously, so go and check yeah. that out. Um, but plug. it's an excellent game. Wait, it's plugging our own. Like, it's not like last week where I attempted to plug my own site and got cut off in the middle because my <laughs> computer <laughs> shut down. Hey, hey, don't talk about <laughs> that. Actively <laughs> stopping me. Shh, shh, don't talk um, about that. That's the podcast that never got released. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what does I, he mean? What does he mean? Yeah, this is it's, it's a really good game. It's it's worth buying. It has its flaws. I mean, the story I think is underwhelming. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of it's very typical of the studio. I mean, these are the guys who made uh, Arx Fatalis, um, essentially made Deus Ex, um, and of course they made Bioshock Two as well. They assisted with the design of Bioshock Two. Um, and it's, it looks fantastic. The gameplay is excellent. It takes all of the best things from games of that era, like Deus Ex, with the, the different paths and the open... Um, paths. Very... Paths, yeah. Paths. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Can I, I keep talking about the game now? No, I don't know. It's paths for me. Paths. Paths. Yeah. Paths. paths. It's fine. 
don't, don't worry, we'll get into the accents later on, and trust me, I'm going to get torn a new one, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. Proceed. Cheers. Um, yeah, like, the the level design, it's very open, but it's also, like, you can see a lot of effort has gone into it. Everything is really refined. Like, it's it's like Deus Ex in the sense that there are a load of different paths, and it's, like, it's really finely crafted, but at the same time, it never feels like you're just being shepherded down one path. Like, it's not it's not like there are four or five paths, and you find one, and then you go find the same path. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even okay, it, It's just because Tom's Tom's pointed it out, and we've seen it so many times. And, uh, well, suggest some synonyms. Root. Roots. Root. Roots. Roots. Yeah. Okay. Or, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'll backtrack a bit. Right. No, it, it's fine. Don't worry. We can. We, we'll be able to throw as much of this yeah. in. It's cool. Um, okay. You, you, sorry, apologies. Proceed. Finish and finish your point. <laughs> yeah. Um, Continue your it, path. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Moving on from this, Tom, you've been playing Halo Four, haven't you? How do you know? Because you've never shut the fuck up about it. No, <laughs> without without spoiling your review for the good people who read our magazine, tell us what you think of it. Um, I'll, to be honest, my review is sort of build, building my opinion as I go. It's really strange. Like, mm. I'm just going to throw I out there. That a lot. The first half of the campaign is fucking fantastic. Mm. And the second half is... Eh. See, these just sound like very unfounded claims, though. Um, <laughs> the, the first half is great. Okay, Tom, why? <laughs> okay, the first half is great because you've got the sense of awe about it. The story picks up exactly where Halo 3 left off, and you've got that feeling like, okay, I'm continuing the story, and you're powering through. Wait, like, it, literally, exactly. Uh, four years later, Pretty but well, yeah. exactly in terms of the location. Is it from what my, say when Master Chief goes to sleep, Master Chief wake up? All oh, right, nice. So wait, you get to play the bit from the trailer? No. Oh. Because that's not, that's just from the trailer. None of that's in it at all. Well, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, the first bit's all like quite awe-inspiring and quite amazing because you're exploring this new world. It's very much like the first Halo when you go into a new world. And all the graphics yeah. all hit you at once and it's fantastic. And all the sound design <laughs> the changes. Like they, like, they, like they hit you with the first Halo and then you kind of come back to it how many years later and you're like, wow, this looks shit. Pretty much. <laughs> I can. The problem with Halo 4 is after a while you start noticing them points where in a few years ago, that actually does look quite shit, that. Yeah. Like, they, um, they put so much effort into the lighting engine and stuff that you'll look to the distance and you'll see a, a mountain really far away, which you'll think looks really nice if you're just casually walking past it. But if you take a look at it for a second, you'll notice it's all pixelated and quite blurry because they just <laughs> there's not enough power there to make it look good. Yeah. Like in all yeah. previous Halo games, all of the outside world has always been like a, a part of the map anyway, like a shit texture which you can just fall through yeah. out there. But on this, it actually is like, imagine when you, when you played old PlayStation games, and yeah. like the mountain in the distance was the cardboard cutout. Yeah. It's yeah. that. It's the cardboard cutout mountains. <laughs> and See, I realised that I was just like, oh. Let, let me just take that point on from Tom and just give a word of advice or maybe a word of warning to any aspiring games journalists out there. If you want to never, ever, ever enjoy a game ever again, become a games journalist. 
Because I, I, I don't think any of us recently will have played any game where we've been like, man, this is awesome, and gotten to the end and something like, this is awesome. You get all the shit, like, like, like what I was saying about the paths in Guild Wars, where it's like everything feels compartmentalised, or the backdrops in Halo 4. You'll be like, I'm going to have to review this game at some point, so I'm just going to notice everything. I and, think yeah. it, it depends how good the game is, because like playing Dishonored, it had clear flaws as much as it was brilliant oh, yeah. it was it was great fun to play but then you look at the actual like, technical aspects and yeah. stuff like the story and there's a dog interrupting you <laughs> i shan't finish a sentence i'll turn him inside out later sorry carry on, carry on. <laughs> yeah um it, it depends on the game like if it's a really good game, you're not going to have anything necessarily to criticise it for. No. Well, like, the thing four. is, like, if I if I may segue into my introduction. Well, let me just finish my Halo for a second. Okay. I just want to explain what sucks about the okay. second half of it. Okay. It, it, timp- it simpers off into a direction which is. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to Christ. It, it simpers off in a direction which doesn't make sense. I mean, it brings in the new villain, and you're like, oh my god, new villain. Also, he's something that's been much hinted at. And you're like, yes. And then you see him for five minutes, and then you never see him again. But you just yeah, hear his voice. You only see him twice in the, uh, like twice or three times in the entire campaign. It's that's, ridiculous. That's the, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, I need to take this random piece of rock to this ran- to this place. Go the new jeans. <laughs> 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 this is... Ridiculous. Where is your computer? In my room, upstairs. Holy shit. Yeah. My family is loud. No, yeah, no shit. Okay, Alex, you should finish your point and proceed on to what you're going to say. Um, uh, what was I talking about? Um, oh, yeah, I was saying about how, um, yeah, it it depends. Like, criticizing games, there's always going to be games that you adore regardless of, like, how much you might criticise certain aspects of them. Oh. Like, because this is how I was saying it leads in, like, the game I've been playing recently, replaying, is Fallout 3. I've uh, started playing, because, like, I had it on the Xbox and I played the shit out of it, and I downloaded it on the PC so that I could mod it, because I got a um, new desktop fairly recently. Yeah. Um, and it has lost nothing for me. Oh. I still, I think it is... Possibly my favourite game ever. Ooh. I, I know it's it's a. That's a contentious. That's a contentious statement to make here. I'm not saying it's the best game ever. <laughs> I, let me make that clear. Like there are yeah. a few candidates for that, but but <laughs> I th- it's definitely the most fun I've ever had playing a game. I think it's one of the most complete worlds, complete kind of universes. Okay. That I've ever had that. pleasure to experience. Um, and it's just there's so much stuff like it's it's a bit like when I go back and play Mass Effect and even though I've played all of the games apart well I played the first two uh, like five times each mm-hmm. um, every time I go back it's like that every time I go back to it I find something new okay. there is so much depth of dialogue and content um, within the world like and playing it through now like I'd, I'd completed it twice on the on the 360 um and having not played it for, like, a year and a half, I'm taking a completely different route to the ones that I took before. 
Well, like, yeah, that, that's that, that is true. You can have you you can have the games that like you you will love no matter what. Like again, I don't think like personally, I don't think Mass and sorry, not Mass Effect. I'm saying Fallout Three was actually that great. No, but, fair like, but you, you will have you will of course have <laughs> games just kind of yeah. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if that gave you a minor heart attack. I, I do apologise, but I don't think it was that good. Um, but, I never yeah. even. I just got, I went out of the vault, did a wander around, got to the main city, and went. You know what? It looks all right. It's. I got bored of it really quickly. <laughs> okay, let, let's 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 knock to Alex's one of Alex's favourite games down just now. Um, shall we move on to a little bit of news then? I believe we should do, and let's talk <laughs> about the creepiest thing that Microsoft could ever do. Oh yes, this is fun. That anyone could ever do. This is like 1984 tier. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's almost literally 1984. Like cameras in TVs. No, I think it is. It reminds me of the point, especially because it's with the kid. Um, if you want me to introduce this bit of news, I will. George Orwell's 1984, there is a section where the oppressive government uses the people's televisions to broadcast an exercise regime. The main character in 1984 isn't exercising hard enough, and the TV sees this and tells him to buck up. This is almost exactly what Microsoft is doing with the Kinect. Well, um, they're, not, they're not forcing people to play just dance yet. <laughs> not yet. Although, Although they, they did that in Star Wars Kinect. Kind of hell. <laughs> they have, however, um, secured a, a patent to make sure that the... Um, sorry, to, to say that, that the Kinect, they can use the Kinect to make sure that only the people who purchased a certain piece of media are using that piece of media. Which is... Oh my god. Creepy, yeah. Extremely. But there is one fatal flaw in their plan. Yeah, um, the connect. You could just not plug in the connect. <laughs> yeah. the, the connect happens to be I mean, well, but, I mean, this opens the possibility that if the next Xbox, whatever it's called, comes bundled with some kind of connect device. Inbuilt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's inbuilt, yeah. But that'd be um, awkward. The... It would. I, I, what I see with that though is that, um, I mean, if if you remember kind of the the SOPA bills and stuff and the reaction to that, I think we would see a mass backlash anyway against that new console. I, I could imagine it being boycotted if yeah. that were the case, because you are right. We can easily just unplug our connects and go, well, fuck you. I'm not going to use it. But it is a very very good point that the new console could come with that in bill. Um, what if? The, I, mean, th- I think. It well, would be my... very obvious, and I think people would boycott it if it was built in. Mm-hmm. I think it would be very easy for them to launch it with Connect as an accessory as it is now, but then to require that if you buy certain like films, for example, on the market, that you need to connect. Mm-hmm. Need I mean, to like my understanding of it is that it, it it would only allow people who purchase that. I mean, how would they check who was you? Like, I'm imagining because it's a Connect, like I don't know, face or body recognition or something like that or whether there's, like, I don't know, some kind of password that you'd need to <clears throat> access something. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what I imagine them doing, um, because obviously there's been this big backlash against um, against uh, youth game sales and all, you know, the stuff about online codes, all the stuff yeah. EA stuff, I imagine that they would have each person having a, an Xbox Live account um, would have their face scanned in and it would check... It would check whether you, you know, when you play the game for the first time and you enter the code, it would assign it to you. Yeah. So that if you sell it on, no one else would be able to play it. Which is thoroughly... Unless you're an identical twin. 
<laughs> to be fair, you'd have to be the right bastard to say to your twin, hey, I've got this game, do you want to buy it off me? I, I, <laughs> wonder, I wonder yeah. if, like, um, when you sell the game, you could sell it with a picture of your face. <laughs> hold so you could just hold it out. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... What happens if you get a haircut or have a shave? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah there must... There, there, it's, it's a thoroughly I assume I assume it's on like body build and yeah. but what if you put weight you know, on it, it has like vectors doesn't it and it would yeah. um, plot kind of your shape rather than anything else yeah it's oh. just it's just a bad idea it's, it's just it's the whole um, it's all just media of what you bought on a you can use thing it's bollocks yeah it's like iTunes like when you buy a song on there you can't burn you can't do certain stuff with it and mm-hmm. no but that's yeah. Like you expect that from Apple. I know, but it's like Microsoft <laughs> just being dicks now. I know it, it, it is. It is taking the whole um, content thing to a totally new level. And if I'm honest, I think something needs to be done about it. And this is a story that is going to be very, very worth watching. We need. To, I mean, I, I advise everybody to keep an eye on this. And really, I, I don't know if I can speak for the whole of Fortune magazine, but certainly us here in the gaming department. We will oppose this if this if this comes if this comes to be the um, launch a campaign. Maybe not necessarily launch a campaign, but I've certainly got a couple of fucking angry articles that I would like to write. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will write them an angry letter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a very strongly worded letter. <laughs> hey, to be fair, when a Scotsman tells you he's going to send you a strongly worded letter, you'd better expect it's going to be fucking strongly worded. It probably comes with a fist. I bet it's like it comes, it comes, it comes <laughs> with a fist. Just open the letter and get smacked around the face. <laughs> to, to be fair, here, this is the country where cunt means person, okay? <laughs> you guys don't even know. Um, How, anyway. You know howlers from Harry Potter? They're not fictional. They just come from Scotland. <laughs> yes, okay. Do you guys want to move on now to something that is very positive news? The Grand Theft Auto 5 info? Yeah, go on then. Let's do that. Is it positive? Is it positive? Is it- well, I mean, this picks up on a few things. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the thing that immediately drew my eye was um, the lack of cu- uh, character customization. But like I said, it's um, you never really bother about that when you played Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but as I retorted, um, <laughs> like. In Red Dead Redemption, you have one character. In GTA Five, you have three. And this is the big development that's come out of this uh, Game Informer piece. Why is that? Is that you characters? have three characters? I mean, it'd be all right if they're all triplets or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which kind of rendered the whole concept pointless. But um, nah, it's. Let me see. I, sorry, I, I'm just reading through this list of stuff, which is. It doesn't yes. sound bad, but. Just the the the, the taking away the customization just GTA yeah. was often. I'm very just not sure. I'm high. really not sure how they're going to make you care about the three separate characters. But, but, yeah. Because wait, sorry, I, I don't know what I'm, I'm a missus of you when you say customization. Like, what customization was there? You could change. Well, it was the... in um, San Andreas. You could change like how much he ate, how like whether he worked out, learning yeah, but, new moves, yeah, muscle like tattoos. Yeah. That was literally that was literally only San Andreas. No, see the thing is now that people have now, now that Rockstar have come out and said, oh, this is this isn't going to be in GTA Five. Everyone. Came they made no such announcement for GT4, and I don't really think anybody but gave a shit. The fact remains that San Andreas is probably the best. I mean, many people's many people's best game in the series. Oh, My yeah. favourite is still Vice yeah. City, but I I did love San Andreas, and I think it is most people's favourite. Yeah, 
But in GTA 4, one of the complaints was there was no real characterization, customization, and you'd think they would have learned by now that some people, that's what you'd want in a GTA game, since how good it and how well it was received beforehand. Yeah. But the only thing you could change was the clothes in GTA 4. That's true. But but then again, oh, apart I think... from San Andreas, the only thing you could ever change was the clothes anyway. So Yeah, I mean, the fact that you have these three characters and they aren't customizable just says to me that they're going to try and um, give them all, like, strong storylines. I'm just yeah. not sure that they're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> It is going to be an interesting one, but I mean, Grand Theft Auto was was always strong in its story. But what I'm really, really hoping to see again is a return to the humour of the series, because yeah. I mean, Grand Theft Auto Four was a brilliant game. I mean, it was a masterpiece in certain, in, you know, in certain ways. But it wasn't funny like the like no. the other games were funny. No. And I think from the trailers and stuff, we're seeing that it's gonna it's gonna come back to that. And to be fair, it looks a lot brighter. Um, yeah, it it looks a lot more fun. No more if, fog. Yeah, if they can br- if they can bring back the humour of the game, I will be perfectly happy that we can't customise the characters to the same extent as in uh, uh, Vice. Uh, sorry, San Andreas. Yeah, I don't think that has to be a big issue. I think there are a lot of bigger problems that they needed to address. Things like the gameplay. I mean, the shooting mechanics were terrible. Cover mechanics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certain elements of combat. The driving. The driving was okay once you got used to it. <laughs> yeah, but it, from like San Andreas, Vice City, and San Andreas to Fall, the leap was just. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, but I think I think no. See, I disagree with you. I think I think it was a big leap. But once you like once you got used to it, it was far superior. It was the fact that you, like how you get thrown out of the window as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I thought I just thought it was better because like the cars handled like almost a hundred percent perfectly in the other games, whereas in this one you had actual physics governing where yeah, the car but went. And I stuff. liked I liked that they handled stupidly perfectly. It made it more arcadey. That's true, but, but then when you look at the when you look at the kind of graphical jump as well in Grand Theft Auto Four, could you imagine the cars handling that way with that arcadey feel? It wouldn't. There'd be a I, kind of I know what you mean, but I I don't know. I just felt that played into the overall feel of the game. Like doing taxi missions, say in, mm-hmm. in Vice City and San Andreas, felt like playing Crazy Taxi. That's true. It that was is very very that, true. It just it played into that fun dynamic <clears> of the games. Um, yeah, I think they will have lost something if they just proceed to make driving even more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the size of it is meant to be huge. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I've read about as well, which is really exciting. What what is the comparison? Red Dead Redemption and yeah, GTA Four like and San Andreas all in one right. in terms of size. Yeah, that blows my mind. That just that doesn't make sense to me. Like, but it's only one city. It's, always, it's, it's a city scale. To comprehend. Well, it's, well, it, wait, it's, it's, one, it's a cityscape, just... It's Los Santos, isn't it? Yeah. And that's and it. That... I mean, they've said that there will be wilderness and there'll be an army base and stuff, so there will be obviously areas of the city where and there are buildings. An underwater yeah. area. Yeah, just the ocean floor. That's... Yeah. Wow. But I don't understand what, what's the point. I mean, GTA never really needed the ocean floor, unless that pretty much goes, by the way, we're having fucking submarines. <laughs> no, no. no, they're not on. I don't think they're on the vehicle list. I think the vehicle list was leaked on NeoGAF quite a while ago. Oh, right. oh, Still, if you it, well, there must be scuba tanks or something which you'll be able to get <laughs> to explore underwater, which is amazing. You imagine. Unless that's the drowning. I mean, they're putting a lot of precedence <laughs> on the environment. Certainly, yeah, uh, it does look really nice. Ah, but all in screenshots are definitely PC. 
Yeah, well, you'd yeah. think so, but the thing is, they haven't actually officially announced a uh, PC version, have they? Have they? I don't know, I thought they did. The, if you look at the top of the uh, Game Informer article, it's only PS3 and Xbox, and the posters only had PS3 and Xbox. Oh, wow. That's not something I pay attention to. That's that's kind of annoying. Um, <sighs> oh. I, I know, to be fair, like it doesn't make much of a difference to me, because my because my computer can't handle Grand Theft Auto 4, so mm. it's not going to handle GTA 5. But, I mean, still, for all, for all the PC gamers out there, those of you who have what I describe as nuclear reactors sitting next to you in your bedrooms. I mean, I mean I'm sure you Yeah, guys... I would have preferred to have played it on PC. And it does strike me as slightly odd in this day and age that they're not doing a simultaneous PC launch. I mean, it's going to end up on PC, but it'll probably be a good year, year and a half. Yeah, so and, that, and if we're lucky, it'll be, it'll be a port as well, rather than a... Well, yeah. Let's, just, let's just say that it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it is GTFS destiny to go to PC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, very clever, Tom. I see that there. Okay, th- okay. Talking about destiny, this is something. Okay, oh, that was a segue. That was smooth. Yes, I, I love segues, me, lad. <laughs> Basically, this this is something that the guys. I came to this party a little bit late, and the guys here described um, destiny as a follow up to Halo. And then I read what it well, actually was, and no, I was like, it's we didn't not, it's describe that. <laughs> That's what yes. the article. I mean, which that, site was that? Which uh, dis- hack site? Yeah, exactly. Destructoid. Yeah. So let's just call you guys out. <laughs> Destructoid. Yes, exactly. You will be getting a very strongly worded, worded letter from me. You will be getting a howler. Yes, exactly. Actually, you'll be getting a break through your window because it's not a follow-up. That is not what follow-up means. It's their follow-up game into their next game, but not Halo's follow-up. Yeah. It's just because oh my God. anyone remembers them developing. Why is it every time I talk? I know, I'm sorry. Dogs go off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is the thing, like, they didn't just make Halo. They made, like, Oni and uh, Myst and uh, Marathon. I mean, they're pretty esteemed developer, even if half of the development staff left to join 343. It's just now they're going down a different path. Well, going down a different path, doing aliens and space and shooting. Sorry, open I, 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 I was just saying path. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, out. I'm done. <laughs> just to throw the keyboard on the ground. One sec, guys. Podcast rage quit. <laughs> what just happened? <coughs> Did Daniel just go? Antonio just go? He went somewhere. He just said no. One second, guys. Yeah. There's I'm no... just reading... Um, this doesn't have to go in the podcast. I'm just reading that um, someone at Kotaku has got a Wii U and they've said that they can play... Um, with the Wii U in the living room, they can play the games on the controller in their bedroom. Oh, that's good. Which really? people people didn't think you were going to be able to do. I mean, the bedroom obviously right next to the living room, yeah. but it was said like Nintendo said that if there was a wall in the way, the signal wouldn't be strong enough. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And apparently, it works fine. I remember when I played at um, play play Expo the Wii U. I played um, Batman Arkham City on it, and um, the gra- it was really strange. The graphics on the controller were better than the graphics on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Because the the version of the game they were playing, the graphics on the screen hadn't yet fully been completed, but the controller had. Oh, right. So the yeah. controller somehow looked better than the screen. I was just like, 
Well, you sure it wasn't just because it no. was a small screen? So it was the lack the of textures. Down. There, oh, was okay. more, there was more textures on the controller than there was on the main output. Mm. And I was quite surprised by it. And I, was, I even said to Oma, why is the controller look better? It's like, oh, it's a demo version. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But also, this is the exact same woman who told me how to hold the controller. and. Yeah, I, I hate those helpers. <laughs> stand stand next to you and you know they're hired they're, they're PRs they're PRs who have been hired they don't even play games Great and they're guys. trying to tell you how to use the fucking controller maybe no. you're never getting invited to anything ever again then <laughs> pretty much no I mean especially like you hate them I hit them I'm sorry this is just it's flavoured by my experience with Zombie U which <laughs> is painful to say the least I've never I, I, I mean I've, <clears throat> I, I've never heard of this Zombie U I don't even know Really? What it how, is, how have yeah. you I, got I, so far without hearing of it? I, I genuinely don't know. You'd think a what, game what, what, journalist would know is it just what zombie a, is. Is it just a zombie game on the Wii U? It, it explains that. Basically. Really into it. I mean, well, yeah. it, it used to be another game. It was like an alien invasion game or something, and you had to, you had to fight off aliens. It's by Ubisoft. Um, right. They, they've had it in the works for a few years. They recrafted it as this uh, Wii U game to go with, to, with their like massive Wii U launch lineup. Mm-hmm. Is it um, Ubisoft seem to have a lot of like games going for Wii U? Loads, loads. They have the most of any developer. The Wii Ubisoft. Hey, but uh, I'm sure no one's. Wow, that was them. that was terrible. You should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> if I leave, you're all coming with, with coming with me. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> um, can we just take a mental note of what we were talking about before? Destiny. Destiny. Right, yes. Yeah. Just so okay. we don't forget. Um, so what was that? Like off on the zombie U tangent. Well, what was that um, about Destiny? Well, where, where are we going? Are we oh, going to talk yeah, about we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Destiny. Okay, we'll do that. I just love how the description was, um, you were shooting aliens in space. <laughs> it's like that, Bungie. It seems basically to be what they're doing. Well done, well done Bungie, for taking a new angle. I mean, it's not, it hasn't got, it, it, it's not meant to have anything to do with Halo, is it? Or, or, no, or, no. No, no, it's completely separate, like, uh, IP. Yeah. yeah. My question is, Halo had a lot of influence from Marathon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And e- people would even still say it's in the same universe when they looked at it. Mm. Yeah. Does that mean 343 on Marathon? No. Well, no, because it'll, it'll, mean... be a, it'll be a different license, though. Legally, it'll be a different license. But so. can, does that mean, but, but can Bungie make a new Marathon game? Yeah. Because a lot of the logos and such, the main marathon logo. Yeah, but they was, they wouldn't be able to use the properties and you know like uh, assets. But the marathon the, the marathon logo is the reclaimer logo in the Halo games. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it means I think it is anyway from what I gathered from Halo Four. Anyway, it's the same. It means reclaimer, <coughs> which I thought was quite strange. Mm. I don't know. Sorry, that's me going on a little Halo. I imagine they would they would have hashed something out in the agreement when they left Microsoft as to what they could and could not use and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, a second ago, we were ranting somehow about PR boot babe kind of people. Yeah. I I once got my revenge on one. <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I once punched one. What? I, I, what? I, I, I punched. <laughs> she was female as well. How? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, it's become a well-known fact that. In situations, I can become socially awkward. Tom, he's also the same person who can fuck up any chatting up a girl in within ten minutes. It can go absolutely perfect, and then I'll just say one thing, 
and something will just fantastically explode into failure. Like her nose when your hand hits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it's not as bad as it sounds. I hit her in the arm. All right, okay. But, okay, but I will say three three words which will make instantly make everything fine. Uh-huh. Star Wars Connect. Ah, oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah, that's okay. fine. Yeah, no, okay, right. You're allowed, was it, you're was, you're yeah. allowed to punch people after playing that game. Yeah, but it's kind of... <laughs> I was there, like... It will be filmed as well for a Game UK segment, which we're all going to use. But it, it never got used, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when she's there, like, she's like, you know, you swing like this. I'm like, what? I'm swinging like a lightsaber. And then she's like, she jumped in air, and I swung to my right where she was. And she was swinging <laughs> left, and I just fallen smacked her in the arm. And she just went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last time Tom was ever invited to an event. And that's why I'm not allowed. To, that's why I never did Game Fest again. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> how, how's that for a tangent then? Glorious. So yeah, um, that's that's me being a woman beater by accident. Yes. But talking okay. about Star Wars, I suppose. Um, Star yes. Old Republic. Star Wars: The Old Republic. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we'll have I think we'll have Danny introduce the bit because he early I mean, on we're like I, yeah I have I have played this and I suppose it makes um, sense what sense yeah well it makes sense that it's now free to play because yeah. when you paid for it it was like being robbed because it's it's not <laughs> it's not that it's terrible it's just it's just well, that it's shit. Like, I heard yeah, that it was good it's, while um, it lasted. Yeah, uh, it yeah. didn't last very long. Yeah, pretty much. It's um, I mean, the game. It looked, um, it looked amazing, and the cut and the cutscenes were well animated. But cutscenes in an MMO don't really. I don't know if that's the right thing to do for an MMO. To be fair, yeah, so it just it, it seems it's to not slow meant everything to be a down. singular experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Pretty much. Um, playing with people got. Uh, awkward as well because you have to um, <laughs> where in some MMOs if you completed uh, like um, objectives or missions with people uh, like World of Warcraft or something you could complete you could complete that mission by one person picking up an item and then uh, like return it or whatever in um, the Old Republic it would have to be effectively completed twice it took um, it was just annoying I suppose yeah and now the game has gone free to play, so basically, it's basically. I, th I think what the company's trying to say to us is, it's free to play, so we can't fucking complain. We know we fucked up. <laughs> they're doing uh, microtransactions, aren't they? Yeah, which okay. is pretty much. It, it, this pretty much seems to be the direction that um, the MMO games are taking. I mean, even World yeah. of Warcraft does this now. Yeah, which is quite interesting because if, if I can come back to Guild Wars Two for a minute, that's that, that's pretty much the main way that they're making their money because with Guild Wars Two, you buy the game and you can play it forever. There is absolutely but, no skill in putting your credit card details into a computer. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is though is that it, it's the case with World of Warcraft and with Guild Wars Two. They're purely aesthetic items. Well, actually, no. Yeah. That's that's that would be incorrect for me to say. In Guild Wars Two, I kind of find this a bit unfair. Like, it, I can afford to buy these items, but I wouldn't really want to. You can buy like an item that gives you double experience and double karma, and it's like, well, that's a bit unfair. You're paying for an advantage of the game, which I always found a bit. And it's a bit of a no-no with microtransactions. Yeah, I mean, it, it only boosts your level, though. It's not going to make you better. If you're it's, shit at the game, you can be a high level, but everyone else you're playing against is going to be a high level, and you're still going to suck. That is very true. So, but, but see, what, one of the things that I found with Guild Wars 2 was that it takes a long time to get going. Like, um, mm. 
I, uh, Mike, I, I've, I've only had time to play up to about level 20, which are, is, the, the max level is 80, you know, sort of like. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a good quarter of the way through, though, so, I mean, yeah. and the, the story of the game hasn't even started. It's still the character's own personal story, which, quite frankly, I don't give a shit about. I want, <laughs> I, I, I want to see my character in the grander scheme of things. I don't care what he does in his yeah. little Asura lab. I don't give a shit. Um so, so the thing is, though, is like if if I could afford to buy these experience boosts, or if I wanted to buy them, I would, and it would boost me further into the story of the game, which NCSoft put up as, or sorry, ArenaNet or NCSoft put up as this big thing. So, while you can, you can argue that yes, it doesn't give you any technical advantage, but it does get you through the game into certain points you would want to be at faster. So I have something to say about that. Yeah. I released, don't necessarily see a problem with that. Though. They've released some new footage from um, Elder Scrolls Online, and it's kind of a development diary. And at one point they do say in it, I think, to quote it out of my memory, the story doesn't properly start until you're about level 50. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> this needs to stop. I Hill mean, Force the two thing is, 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 though, it, it depends. It depends because I don't see that as being a big issue within the Elder Scrolls because no, no. one actually cares about the main story in the Elder Scrolls games. All I've the Elder Scrolls shit. Online looks amazing. But there is yeah. one section in it which just, uh, my head man stopped and went, nope, 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 not possible, nope, what nope. What was that? <laughs> it, it pulled the camera in, like it was in Cyrodiil, it's all F, F, um, it's PvP in Cyrodiil, because it's kind of the area where you're warring against each other to, to, get, to become the Emperor, to become one of the factions that runs the land. Ah. And that's, I enjoy that, that fact. Yeah. But it shows like, a bit of a clip where... There's a faction on top of a map, on top of, in, a, in a castle, on the on the walls. And there's a faction on the ground about to attack, and there must have been fifty and fifty players on either side. And then they just run at each other, and tribuches are firing of castles falling down <laughs> to pieces, and it's just like bollocks, <laughs> bollocks. It's it's oh. not impossible. It's not impossible. It's not, yeah, it's it's, not. It would be tough. To Maybe get that smooth. to like render smoothly on everyone's computers. That's the issue. Yeah. But I mean, you have to consider a that the graphics have been scaled down yeah. a lot mm. for the for the old Scrolls Online just because they have to be. You know, you can't well, have I mean, Skyrim graphics, graphics look gorgeous. on an MMO. The yeah, they still look good. I mean, that's that's to their credit, but they will have scaled it down considerably. Oh yeah, obviously. Actually get into the game, when you, when you look it will not as nice as Skyrim. So the other thing is that fifty players on each side isn't that new a phenomenon. It's not not a new phenomenon at all. Like, I remember playing a game called Delta Force 2 on the PC uh, about probably about 2000, 2001. Uh, It came out in about 97, 98, and that game had, um, I think, 60 or 70 person multiplayer. And it, that, was on 56, that was on 56k modems, and it worked. Holy shit. <laughs> but this was like so, 50 on our side. Oh, yeah. Like, not, not, not spaced out. It, no, it I know, but I'm saying, like, if you, could do, if you could do that 15 years ago, I don't see why you couldn't do it now. Yeah, and, and, and on the MMO front, I mean, like, what, um, what is it? World of Warcraft, you had, I think... It might have been 50 aside for Wintergrasp, one of the P- big PvP arenas in World of Warcraft, and that had collapsible environments and stuff as well. Yeah. And, in, yeah, and there's a new one. I think it, it might be... I can't remember what it's called, but there, there's a new one for uh, World of Warcraft Cataclysm, and I'm sure for Mists there'll be a new one as well, where it was basically Alliance versus Horde, big, massive PvP battles, which I'm, I'm sure they were between maybe 30 to 50 aside. I'm fairly sure. They these, were pretty damn big. Yeah, and the, these battles, like battles like that, were 
did happen with these kind of environments. So mm. with today's technology, and by the time Elder Scrolls Online comes out, I don't see why that couldn't happen. No, it's just when you look at it, you just think, yeah, bollocks. Uh, on my internet, <laughs> bollocks. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true, I suppose. On any internet. Uh, England's got terrible internet. Yes. It's just depressing. It's like, I'll never be able to run them battles. I think my Mac will be able to run it anyway. When you consider that, like, most of South Korea has gigabyte a second. <sighs> wow. <laughs> That, I know the thing is like that. That's nothing new. They've had that for a while, and that's still when we hear it. We're still like, "Wow, that's amazing." Well, well, the thing, the thing about <laughs> the thing about UK internet is like they've um, said that they're going to do this big fibre rollout. But when they say fibre rollout, it's not fibre to door; it's fibre to cabinet and then copper to door. Yeah. So, so if right. you could have, if you had fibre to door, you could get a gigabyte a second if you had a package that mm-hmm. could do that. Yeah. But with copper, the max is like fifty meg. Yeah, which is uh, depressing. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, that's man. a downer, that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a downer. We've all, we've all made ourselves sad. <laughs> oh. Shall we move on to something else in that case? I believe let's talk about something that won't die. Yes. Um, we do that. Yeah, quite appropriately, something that won't die. Let's talk about zombie games, because I'm fucking <laughs> sick of zombie games. Oh. Um, no. Oh, well, this is nice because I can talk about Zombie U in a minute. Go on, do the intro. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Okay, guys, this is a section of the podcast called Why Won't It Die? This is not a new premise in games journalism, but we really thought we could, we could do something different with it. We're, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to take... Each one of us is going to take a different side of the argument, and we're going to talk about games or game genres that just won't die and that some of us think don't really need to be there anymore. Um, and today's topic on that is going to be zombie games because, I mean, I don't know, some of you guys will probably know better than me when zombie games kind of hit their sort of mad popularity phase uh, some years ago. And it's still going. And people yeah. seem to still be interested in zombies. And for a lot of us, we're looking at it and be like, why is this happening? I mean, for me, I think it got ridiculous with the Red Dead Redemption that was meant to be very good. That was that was ridiculous. That that zombie add-on for that game. It was like the, it, it was it was it was painted as it was meant to be swarming, and then you you ride through towns, and there's like maybe five or six zombies. I mean, they take a fair few bullets to go down, but it, it it's like the eagle, not eagle vision. That's from a different game, but it's like um, the the dead eye. That's it. Just use dead eye for a couple of seconds. Uh, press right trigger on the head a couple of times, and they're dead. And it's yeah. like it's not as it's not as um, it's not as fast paced as I I, th- I thought it was going to be. It was like five or six zombies per town, and then you just race off to the next mission, and it only lasts about six hours. Is that no? But it could be as good as it wants. But for I mean, I think for a lot of developers, zombies. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I I don't care how far away you live. I will come down and I will eat your dogs. <laughs> oh, please do, please. <laughs> um, anyway, basically, what zombies is? It just seems to be the go-to thing for a developer, like. Um, they go, oh, we want to release a new game. What premise should we have? Oh, zombies. Or they go, we want to make an add-on for the game. What premise will we do? It's zombies. a guaranteed seller. It is. It's, it is a guaranteed seller, but... Dead Island from fuck off. Let me highlight an irony about the whole zombie thing with the games industry. Is that The idea of zombies in popular culture initially was the zombies were a metaphor for consumerism and for the mindless masses going to buy things, right? And now the zombies have actually become the front men for this culture. (laughs) 
the game developers go, oh, we need something that will sell, and we go, zombies. And it's it's just this kind of ironic twist that the zombies, which were used to represent how bad people were for consumerism, are now exactly the kind of things that cause people to become consumers. It's, I suppose it sounds yeah, like... It's a, like, um, there was, did you ever watch, uh, there was a TV programme called Dead Set, which was based, like, about yes, zombies in totally the big river house. Yeah. Um, I remember watching an interview with uh, Charlie Brooker and someone was saying, um, is it actually about, like, consumerism and everyone, like, everyone who's watching uh, Big Brother and, like, I'm a Celebrity and stuff like that turn into, like, almost, like, mindless drones just sitting there watching TV, like, most of the time. And, like, it was just it basically about just what you said about, like, consumerism and stuff and just uh, just being mindless drones. And he just went, no, it's about zombies. <laughs> it was just, like, it was, it's just, I, I mean, you did... That that is a good point about it all being like um, hidden messages and stuff like that about society today. Well, of course, of course. I mean, I mean, yeah. Call, call, call me a pretentious English literature student, but that, nah, that's just, that's just, <laughs> that is that is just the way I see it. I just see I, I see the kind of irony. And another thing that I see is they're producing shit games. There are not that many good zombie games nowadays because exactly. everything's been done. The zombie franchises, not many. There are some. I'm gonna uh, Dead Island. I liked, but oh, it, Dead it Island just, was shit. Oh man, I I could play that game forever and ever. I don't, it's just, I mean, it, it looked awful and terrible, and the, te- the textures were stupidly slow to load. But I just liked the open world zombie thing. Oh, it, it couldn't, it couldn't work out its tone. Like it wanted to be funny, but then it was too serious. It was like mm. they couldn't settle on what they wanted it to be. And I, I understand, like you'll see films and stuff which. A dark humour, which I understand, but on, yeah. De- on Dead on Dead Island, it wasn't that. It was all dark, and then every so often it'll just throw at you. A, some, I, don't, I don't, I don't even understand. It was funny, but not funny at all because it was trying to be serious. It was just it clashed horribly. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it was like not very good. Alex, not- <laughs> what, 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 what was it you were talking about earlier on, where you tried to um, say, "Oh no, there's I could talk. I could talk about any number of things here, like." Um, uh-huh. One of my most hated games ever is Dead Rising. Yeah. I despise right. that game. Um, and it's frustrating because it had a great premise because it was basically going to be Dawn of the Dead kind of yeah. manifested in a game environment. Um, and it was just shit. It was just really oh, badly well. done. Like, the mechanics were horrible. <laughs> the, like, the, the inventory system where you've got, like, five oh. items in a bar at the top and if you're, like, using one item and it runs out, it immediately switches to the next item yeah. and you, like, waste something incredibly important. Like, the jars of bees that kill, like, swarms of zombies. One of, How one you of... go into an area and you can kill all zombies and you leave, you go back there and they've all respawned. How, like, and you have to do that a lot because your followers don't follow you properly. So sometimes you go into yeah. an environment, they won't spawn in the in the next area with you. You have to go back and get them, and then there's zombies surrounding you again. And That's... that whole fucking obligatory time limit, oh, and oh, all of oh, the oh. shitty, all of the shitty like um, camera sections as well, mm-hmm. where you have to go and take pictures of things in between the zombie killing. However, Just... to, to the game's credit, it, this was when it was kind of acceptable. As you could say, to make a zombie game. And also, it was, it was it? Fun. Was it? I mean, this was what two thousand and seven, eight. And well, and, but then when did when did zombie creation oh, really start? That early. Uh, I, I can't remember. <laughs> it was near the launch of well, the console. Obviously, you can go you can go all the way back to Resi and maybe before that. The thing is, you've got various shitty zombie games in between that in what you might call the golden age of zombie games. You've got things like Stubbs the Zombie. True that, true that. 
but the thing was, I, I think I think I, I wouldn't really call the the kind of original Resi games. Um, I, I wouldn't say these were zombie games as such because they de- they definitely were zombie games. But the thing the thing was that this was when zombie games were pretty much strictly survival horrors. Yeah, I don't. Mm. You, you never really saw anything like Dead Rising where it, it, was, it wasn't a fucking survival horror. It was, it was. Oh, shit. Yeah, here are zombies. Yeah. Uh, go kill them. But yeah. and obviously that kind of evolved and it manifests itself in the Call of Duty add-ons, where it's like, again, let's kill zombies. And from there, that's where it's gone downhill. And now, now, now the zombies are just a joke. It's like they're not, they're not anything good. And even with what was it, Daisy? You were talking Daisy. About. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, this is an example of a game which isn't commercial in, in the sense that it was developed for free as an add-on to a not in, not overwhelmingly popular game like in Armour 2. Yeah. Um, and it's it's grabbed people's attention. And you know, it's it's not a stereotypical hack-and-slash-go-around shit with zombies. It's a survival game. See, but the, I, the thing is, the interesting thing that I found is, um, I've never played it, but I, I've, well, me and my little brother have played it. And what, one thing, one thing we found, it's not really, it's not really so much the zombies you have to worry about surviving against. It's the people. It's the other people. That's yeah. why it's good. Yeah. It's not. It's probably not the zombies that make it good. It is surviving in a world against the people. If you set this in any of any post-apocalyptic situation, you didn't have zombies, and you said. Here, go ahead, survive. Imagine, I don't know if you guys have ever played Stalker. I mean, I mean, imagine like a mu- multiplayer Stalker where you're in a post-apocalyptic environment and you have to survive against other people. That is why it's interesting. The zombies are just kind of a side hazard. You know? I think Daisy is, as much as it's a really horrible tra- comparison, but Walking Dead is a very similar thing. I'm not about the games. I'm not about them. They can fuck off the arcade games, but I tell them about it. I don't know. Yeah, go up to this and press A on this button. Oh no, a zombie! Right, bumper to fuck off. Sorry, I don't like games. The whole idea, the whole concept of the humans being the enemy in a zombie world. The zombies will be an inconvenience. They're just the cause of the issue. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the issue. that's the big problem in them. But that's yeah. So I mean, this this is the thing. It's that the whole concept of zombies is just gone there's nothing there's, there's nothing more to it and now we've gotten to the point where it's like you're making an argument for zombie games and saying but no daisy is good because you've got to go in this world and survive and it's like but who are we actually surviving against we in zombie games right. they really are beating the Sorry, other I, I just dropped out for you didn't you didn't really. we didn't even notice well the screen just continued really? yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's okay, Alex. We still love you. But <laughs> even not, it's just thought you're being quiet. Yeah. Um, well, no, well, to be fair, I was actually quite surprised because he did have quite a lot. He did have quite a lot to say on this up until that point. I was like, hmm, I'm sure. I'm sure you might disagree with something I'm saying here, but yeah. Well. I don't know. What have we been talking about? Just Daisy and yeah. Um, basically, much. basically, what I was saying about Daisy was that it's um, it's kind it's kind of. Zombie games have become so pretty much bad and overdone that anybody who makes an argument for saying zombie games are still good and cites DayZ as a thing. You go, and then you ask that person, oh wait, but who are you actually surviving against? They yeah. go, oh, well, well, I get killed by other players more than I get killed by zombies. And you go, oh well, there we go then. Yeah. yeah, I think zombie games just need to slow down now. It's like when the Guitar Hero music game franchise is just ordeal and everything, like a new Guitar Hero game every yeah. minute. No, it's as a new zombie game every second. Just, yeah. it, I'll give it another year or two and they'll just, for a while, they'll die out. Yes. Isn't there meant to be a? Isn't there meant to be like a first-person Walking Dead uh, 
game that's in development or something. Oh, I, I saw that. Is there? I mean, I know there's obviously the Walking Dead um, episodes. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. them a second ago. Yeah, there's, um, it's it's meant to be like um, I don't know if you've watched the TV show, but it's meant to be from um, Daryl Daryl and Mel Dixon's like point of view just before. All oh, right. How could um, you? Oh no, I couldn't be able to connect to that. Yeah, I I don't see that being successful. I see that being I more mean, like I, I, the Dar- Game of Thrones game. Yeah, I see Daryl working, but Merle, I can't. I would never connect to Merle. You're all pal, yeah. Merle. <laughs> To be fair, I've never watched Walking Dead past the first episode, so I would not know. It's very slow, to be honest. So I'm not huge the thing is, I, I don't, I don't have time to sit and watch TV shows one after the other. So if it's really slow, I'm yeah. not going to watch it, which might be unfortunate, but oh well. So it's, guys, it's very slow. Can we all? C- could we? Would it be possible for us to maybe come to an agreement then about zombie games? Would, is it worth maybe trying to salvage it and say, well, no, actually, there is, there is something left here? Or should we say, let's put it on a back burner and think the of the other is, things? I say back burner. You, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to look back very far. You don't have to look back very far to find good examples of zombie games. And proper zombie games. I mean, I'm talking about the likes of Resident Evil 4. So. Yeah, yeah. And I know there have been two Resident Evil since, which haven't been any good, but that's more just the conscious choice to make them more action orientated than, than the actual element of you know there being zombies. I mean obviously yeah. in Resident Evil they weren't traditional zombies, but it's no. the same same premise. And the thing is if if we end up abandoning zombie games and we're moving more towards this kind of daisy um post apocalyptic feel, I mean, has that not been overdone and overwrought? I mean you've got obviously you've got uh, games like The Last of Us coming out which look fantastic. Well but, this this is another future discussion I think yeah actually that, that's a good point let's save that one for now and I think I think for I think for today's segment we can perhaps conclude that there is something left for zombies though in my opinion for now maybe it needs to take a back seat and really? we need to develop we need to develop new things and find new avenues for <laughs> games and gameplay stuff and from then, and maybe then we can bring it back in when we've got something new to bring to it. That in, this, in the way that Daisy's human versus human survival has overshadowed the zombies, you know, something that won't overshadow it. Let's just yeah. stop beating yeah. the undead horse. Exactly. <laughs> so, shall we recap on all of the news we've discussed? Can I say, with the whole segment, why won't he die? Does no one else get the food factors in the head? No. no. Why no. do they have to go and let it die? No, it's a terrible <laughs> yeah. song from a terrible album. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thought you something yeah. there. Yeah, no, fuck you, Tom. <laughs> that really was. I'll just delete was, your yeah, account was... on the website. <laughs> okay, so shall we then quickly recap everything for this week's this week's news? Yeah. Then, okay, we have the connect Peyton Quick fire round, guys. What do you think? <laughs> um, awful it's won't weird. fly. Yeah. People are gonna protest. Unless they don't have a choice. Yeah, may potentially cause a war in gaming society. They're probably going to try and hide it. They'll probably bring it in. Yeah. Oh, here's some news. What was that I heard? Sorry, out of the blue. That um, Gabe, come out, Fallout, was just like, you know what, I hate Windows so much that um, Half-Life 3 is just going to be a Linux exclusive. What? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) 
but see, see, that, see, this that's wrong on two levels. Firstly, it's fucking ridiculous. Secondly, Gabe doesn't talk about Half Life Three, so <laughs> <laughs> we can we, we can talk we can totally discredit. He, he that has he has called Windows Eight a catastrophe for everyone in the PC space. He has. With, see, see oh, I no, no, uh, I'm not I'm not lying. It's but this crazy. is just this is just because of that interface, isn't it? With the it, oh just, like, visual, like just the buttons. Oh no, it's it's, it's definitely a hoax. <laughs> it, it, it must definitely be a hoax but if we could just quickly talk about Windows 8 I got Windows 8 when it was um, it was like the pre, the, uh, Microsoft does this pre-beta release yes I also have this it runs yeah. on the laptop now yeah it, it was yeah it was fucking terrible I was like wait my laptop doesn't have a, t- have a touch screen this doesn't work without a touch screen my main argument was where the fuck's my start bar gone where the fuck's my yeah, start bar gone I'm giving my start bar back now I know. I, th- I think. I think really, if we can just, we'll just. And this isn't really relevant to gaming, but we can throw it in there anyway. It's, um, you know, it's the typical Microsoft formula of one awesome, one terrible, pretty much. You know, it is. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, we had ninety five, which was shit. Ninety eight, which was pretty good. X. No, sorry. Um, ME, which was shit. XP, which was amazing. Two thousand. Oh, two two thousand two thousand RME. They were. They were. Well, were interchangeable. Two thousand was better than ME, wasn't it? Yeah, and also you had the 98 SE. Sorry, I'm just screwing with you now. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I, I, did, I did not factor those ones in. But generally, it's pretty much one, one really good, one really terrible. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, shall we, we'll continue with our roundup. Grand Theft Auto Five. what about that? Um, give it more time. Promising. Promising. But... Yeah. Promising. Are we excited? Because yeah. I am. I, I am, Yeah. I, 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 well, I just, I just, I'm a, just a fan of Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah, so I've never disliked a GTA game. Yeah, so, all the way back to the first one. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There, there has never been a bad Grand Theft Auto game, and I mean, to be fair, if if Windows, if if Microsoft's keeping up their Windows tradition, let's just hope that Rockstar keeps up the Grand Theft Auto tradition of no bad games. Yeah. What about the um, iOS port of GTA Three? Yeah, but that's a port, and it's also iOS. But it's a bad count. port. And also, <laughs> like, Liberty City stories. <laughs> anyway. God damn it, Alex. <laughs> stop, stop screwing with my point, seriously. I sound like I know what I'm talking All about. All the console GTA games have been good. There we go. Now, yeah, let's just keep our rules very general. <laughs> um, okay, Destiny, do we care? Yeah, I do. I, I think Bungie have got some serious talent there, especially in the design department. I think it's gonna, it's definitely gonna look nice. There's one and I'm thing excited for it being open world. I have yeah. one big beef with Destiny. One What's huge that? beef. I mean, I love that the soundtrack. Marty's doing it. That pleases me so much. But why the fuck is he doing it with Paul McCartney? Well, wait, is he really? Yes. Where's uh, this? Paul McCartney and Marty. I mean, yeah, Marty, you're fantastic. Paul? Paul McCartney. <laughs> well, I mean, he's probably not going to sing, is he? Hopefully. I've got it past But it's like, that, that's one of my major hates of Halo 4 at the moment. The soundtrack. <laughs> I, I love talking about it too. That's one of my major hates of Paul McCartney. Cause like, <laughs> just him then. No, no, Halo 4, the soundtrack's just dire. I mean, save it for is it really? Yeah, it's not. It's not the fact it's diet. It's just unmemorable. Mm. It's complimentary. It's almost worse, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Yeah. It doesn't stand on. It doesn't stand alone well. It doesn't work yeah. by itself. But like, I can stick on the Halo soundtracks now, and just go into my little space and like, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be sure for a good three hours. 
That was nice, Tom. Can you do that again for us? We need to have some music for the podcast. That's brilliant. Oh yeah, uh, if anyone's listened to this, listened so far, we are we're looking for like an intro piece of music for the podcast, and also. Yeah, so if you've got this far, this will also be a test if anyone actually has We, were, we were saying last week in the podcast that didn't happen and never existed. Um, <laughs> the mystery podcast the, that never lost. Yeah, we, we do like a, that Game of Thrones intro where we go like across the country to where all of us are. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a little thing for anybody, for anybody who's listened this far. We do need a custom piece of music, so if anyone's talented enough to provide us with that, we would forever love you and credit you every week, and it would be brilliant. Yeah. Just just throwing that out there. So, guys, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of our podcast for this it, week. It so, does. Yeah. Yeah, and also yeah. we got so far without insulting Antonio's Scottishness. And, and it's fine, guys. We have got many yeah. weeks ahead of us. Let's just... <laughs> you know what, guys? There's many more that, opportunities to come. Yes. On that note... Thank you for listening. This has been the Fortitude Magazine Gaming Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Scottish people sound like pirates. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>